0: Thank you for joining this Radiant Podcast. I am excited to welcome back MJ Watkins, Radiant's Director of Corporate Relations with Responsibility for Supporting Multicultural Business. Thanks for joining us, MJ.
1: Hello, Jeff. Hope you're doing well today. Thanks for having me back.
0: I'm glad you're back with us. You were absolutely fantastic last time and we knew we had to bring you back. And with your knowledge and your expertise, we could not find a better person to talk about what I think is an extremely important topic and that is diverse customer segments.
1: Absolutely, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I have been supporting the diverse markets for nearly 20 years. I've had the pleasure of being a panelist on this topic, uh, participating as a presenter at, at a number of industry conferences back when we used to baby, have in-person conferences, um, as well as participating in webinars and training sessions. So uh, this topic is near and dear to my heart, and I'm so excited that we're going to chat about it today
0: and I could always hear it in your voice. All right, so let's get into our topic. And the first question I wanna ask is what groups are considered part of the diverse customer segments?
1: Sure, great question. Um, I think typically we tend to think of diverse customer segments, you know, maybe our first thoughts may be the Asian, black or Hispanic segments. And I just like to put that out there that that view is way too narrow. A diverse segment encompasses more than just race and ethnicity. Diverse segments also include, you know, your first time home buyers, millennials, female head of household, for example. So again, not just race and ethnicity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the term diverse customer segment, it really does encompass a much larger group than most people might assume. And it's truly important to keep in mind that when discussing these groups, you know, um, but a question that might come up that I think a lot of people might think is a pretty simple question, you know, how are these groups similar?
1: So let's just assume You know, that we're looking at the Asian, Black, and Hispanic customer segment. And so in that case, there are a number of similarities across these uh, organizations or across these groups. Um, Ethnic heritage is extremely important across these groups. Um, It's also absolutely critical to build and earn trust. Uh, Something else to think about um, as it relates to these segments, they are loyal to organizations that respect their cultural roots. And then another point I wanna hit as well is there could be grandparents or either aunts and uncles that weigh in on the home buying decision. Um, You know, also people tend to do business with organizations that support their communities. Um, So, you know, just, you know, lenders and organizations need to think about that. Uh, Two additional points I wanted to hit home as well. For Asians and Hispanics, um, language does come into play. So being able to communicate in their preferred language can really set you apart from the competition. And then in regards to blacks and hispanics women are actually leading the buying decision so you know think about that in your marketing and things of that sort Um, and then there is another similarity that i think is quite critical and that is buying power the buying power of these segments total more than three trillion dollars so we're looking at 1.5 trillion for hispanics 1.3 trillion for blacks and then 1 trillion for asians and these numbers are growing. So those are just some of your similarities. A
0: trillion, mm-hmm. not billion, trillion. So I hope that everyone that is listening, yeah, they, they hear that. You know, it's, those are impressive numbers. And we really need to understand that we do not do not want to ignore, you know, the importance of these groups. And besides the trillion number, which I'm kind of stuck on, um, there, there's definitely, you know, very important similarities to amongst these groups. Uh, but I have to imagine that there's obviously some differences as well with these differences you know what barriers might these different groups face when trying to purchase home you know are there anything anything specific that might hold them back
1: right so of course there are always going to be differences or uniqueness across the segments Uh, for the hispanic segment families are started sooner and they tend to be younger Uh, roughly 60 percent of their population is under the age of 35 Um, and then not to mention that these families are speaking both spanish and english by choice uh, for the black segment, there are a significant number of female head of household. Again, women heavily influence the purchase decisions. Um, also, note that this segment is community focused and um, is faith based oriented, so the church is a community influencer for this segment. Uh, for the Asian segment, they happen to be the wealthiest of the diverse segments with a median household income around $85,000. So, and also they are leading the U.S. immigration population from China and India and have a significant number of those multi-generational households. So those are just a few of the unique qualities by segment. Uh, The second part of your question was specifically around what barriers impact these segments. So one barrier is the perception that it's too hard to get a mortgage. Uh, Based on an industry survey, nearly 60% are thinking that it's way too hard to get a loan. And then when you look at this by the diverse segments, the perceived difficulty is quite high among Hispanics and blacks at 59 percent and 60 percent, respectively.
0: That's great information for our audience to absorb. And I, and I hope everybody really is taking note of that. So just to repeat what MJ just said, 60 percent, close to 60 percent of individuals polled think that it is too hard to get alone. You know, that in itself is a reason for every listener to pause and really think about what they can do to make the process so much easier for their customers.
1: Absolutely. And so, you know, yes, it's, it's unfortunate when you hear that, you know, that 60% number is fairly high with folks just thinking it's too hard to qualify for a loan. And so um, to make it a little easier, we should really address some of these myths in the market. Uh, myth number one, prospective home buyers think they need a perfect FICO score to buy a home. So we know that's not the case. Um, However, but based on industry data, more than 54% of approved mortgages had a credit score between 600 and 749. So clearly not a perfect credit score is needed to buy a home. Another myth that just drives me crazy is the one where folks think you have to have a 20% down payment to buy a home. Again, we know that's simply not true. And even with the marketing and advertisement of low down payment mortgages, we have prospective home buyers that are not connecting the dots. So nearly 80% are not even aware of the 97% or 95% LTV loan programs.
0: Which is amazing. And it's also a shame because there are so many potential customers out there that could truly afford a home if they were educated and they understood a little bit more about the process, you know, and realizing that they do not need 20% down to purchase a home.
1: That's right. I I agree. It is a shame. And, you know, I suspect these folks are probably taking themselves out of the market. And that's not good for us. It's not good for business. It's not good for uh, the housing market. Um, so I really think it's up to us and the lending community to help educate buyers about their options. You know, at Radiant we have a few options available, but the one I really want to highlight is the fact that we support low down payment financing with as little as 3% down.
0: Which is a great opportunity for a lot of people, and it's one that I think more should try to take advantage of. Okay, so I don't wanna go too deep into our current environment between the pandemic and the social issues that are happening in our country and have been going on in our country for quite some time. But lately I've read quite a few articles on how these issues are impacting homeownership for some of these groups. Can you tell me a little bit more about the current state of homeownership, especially in both the black and Hispanic markets?
1: Sure, so uh, the current pandemic has resulted and a surge of mortgage uh, forbearances that um, has actually caused both the GSEs and FHA to impose a new penalty to lenders. So the recent addition of these credit overlays has significantly impacted the mortgage credit box in the past few months. Uh, Remember, I mentioned that one of the barriers to home ownership is the perception that it's difficult to get a mortgage, um, specifically with Hispanics and Blacks rating it 59 and 60%. These credit overlays add to that perception.
0: Yeah, we don't need to add any more barriers or even perceived barriers to make it more difficult for the diverse segment groups right. to get into homeownership. I mean, that's just not needed. Uh, and recently, I was reading a Housing Wire article that showed that in the first quarter of 2020, Black homeownership was at 44%. And that's compared to almost 70, 74% for white homeownership. You know, and the, art, the article mentions that one of the biggest barriers for black, uh, potential Black homeowners is student loan debts. So besides, you know, the other issues that you had mentioned previously, now there's another hurdle to overcome. Um, you know, one thing that I did note on, on the positive side is that in that same article, it also mentioned that Hispanic homeownership has been picking up and is now close to fifty percent right now.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, you know, there is a significant homeownership gap, and consequently, there's also a wealth gap between blacks and whites. So it has been widening over the years. This is definitely an area we need to focus on. So, this topic is so relevant right now for this podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, what else can you tell me about the current homeownership environment? You know, rates are at the lowest that they've Mm -hmm. ever been. Uh, I have to imagine that that has had some positive impact on these groups.
1: Absolutely. So, again, you know, we're looking at rates that have just remained historically low, and prospective buyers are taking advantage of that, which is great. Uh, Based on uh, Q2 data from the census, the black homeownership rate is 47%, uh, the Hispanic homeownership rate is 51.4%, and then the Asian rate is 61.4%. This is actually the highest rate that they have been in the past five years. Um, still they are below the national home ownership rate, which is 67.9%, but they are making some great progress. Um, even the millennial home ownership rate reached its historical high for the first time since 2016, coming in at 40.6%. So we're definitely seeing some great positive impact in the market.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That is good news. It's good to see that we are seeing, you know, an uptick and hopefully you know, with the rates being as low as they are, people will continue to take advantage, um, you know, amongst all groups. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about some issues obviously there are you know plenty of issues that are out there but let's focus a little on the positive you know it's not all bad right. uh, what opportunities are out there uh, to help these groups get into the housing market
1: right so as we you know we're just talking about the biggest opportunity is the historically low mortgage rates. the average rate for a 30year fixed mortgage is around three percent a month or so ago this rate was higher around 3.25 percent. So no matter how you look at it, the rates are extremely low, attractive, and now is the time to take advantage of it and get into the housing market.
0: Yeah, I think I need to refi or buy another house or something, <laughs> yeah, probably some pretty good opportunities out there for sure. I need to do the sure. same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we, we talked a little bit about this in our last podcast. So for those of you who have not tuned into that one in June, we, we had a podcast for National Home Ownership Month, and uh, we talked a little bit about how Radiant can help out. You know, Can you tell me a little bit more uh, about not only what Radiant has to offer, but what other lenders and other groups out there that can help provide more resources and opportunities to the diverse uh, segment groups?
1: Right, there are tons of information out there. Um, And so, a number of valuable resources are available. I think what's most important is that folks are truly educated about the end-to-end home buying process, Um, and that's where AchieveTheDream.com comes into play. Uh, This is a non-biased website established for educational purposes. Um, What I love about the site is it has tips and tools, insights, you have calculators on there, um, checklists as well, it's all in one convenient location. Um, and this is just one way that rating is supporting the dream of home ownership. So, for everyone listening, please just spend some time on the site. Um, you will find it to be extremely valuable. It has a lot to offer. Um, I would definitely state, you know, feel free to share it with your uh, potential home buyers as well as your uh, real estate referral partners. Um, I just think this is one way that you can position yourself as a trusted advisor with them. Uh, a couple other resources I, I want to mention state and local ho- housing finance agencies. They are a great resource for your down payment programs, um, your closing cost programs, as well. Uh, the Federal Home Loan Bank also offers a down payment assistance program. And then, you know, don't forget about your local nonprofits um, that are focused on housing, they are a great resource. Um, if you really want to get market specific.
0: Yeah, there is quite a bit out there and we really need to continue to educate our borrowers about this information and educate ourselves. Um, You know, one of the things I stress in some of the webinars that I do Mm -hmm. is, you know, how to continue to educate our customers on on these different tools, and so they have that that understanding of the process, you know, from start to finish. But also, that they're not mm-hmm. afraid of the mortgage process; they're not afraid to put three uh, percent down because those options do exist. And um, really, the more that they know, the more they can help you, and, and you can help them. Um, now, also in the last podcast, you had mentioned a few of the larger organizations: uh, Aria, uh, Narep, NARAB, uh, Namba. How exactly can these organizations help the diverse segment groups get into homeownership?
1: Absolutely. So these groups are the perfect conduit to help diverse segments uh, folks get into homes. You know, that is their mission. It's the reason that the organizations were formed. ARIA, the Asian Real Estate Association of America, is the organization dedicated to helping the AAPI communities with home ownership. Um, and then next we have NAREP, the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. They are focused on the Hispanic communities. And then next we have NARAP, the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, who um, they are focused on the black
0: communities. Yeah. So, there, again, there is just so much out there. And as we wrap up, you know, I think there's several big takeaways from this discussion. Obviously, there there are some perceived uh, concerns and, and some legitimate concerns out there for these markets, you know, we need to continue to you know discuss and then talk with these groups and you know see you know why they're concerned about getting into the home, and getting into home ownership. If in fact it is truly an opportunity for them, uh, but also that there's a ton of resources out there to help them not only understand the housing markets better, but the process of buying a home. Uh, you know ways that they can get Mm -hmm. into the homes of their dream and and for everybody listening you heard MJ there's too many out there that feel that 20% down is still the only option you know or that the entire mortgage process is just too difficult let's educate our potential customers Mm -hmm. so that they know the options that are available to them
1: absolutely so Jeff let me just add another takeaway um, which is just the vast business opportunity that exists by serving the diverse segments Um, If you're not working with ARIA, NAREP, NAREP, or NAMBA and would like to do so, please send me an email and I am happy to connect you. Uh, My email is mj.watkins at radian.com.
0: And don't be afraid to email MJ. She's awesome. Again, it's MJ dot watkins w-a-t-k-i-n-s at radiant.com and mj as always uh, i enjoyed being able to chat with you about this topic you know thank you so much for taking the time Uh, and i i really do hope that the audience really uh, took in a lot of what we talked about today to really turn some potential customers into lifelong customers
1: absolutely great to spend time with you jeff on such a relevant topic you take care
0: great thank you mj
1: thank you